Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome one of the founding members of Cool and the Gang. That's right. Let me welcome Mr. Robert Cool Bell. Hi. I'm good. We just checked your mic. Speak, 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 speak. Two, one, two, three, four. One, two. Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. Keep talking. It's not. It's not. It's not. I promise you, George Wallace, I will jump through this Zoom. Listen, uh, first of all, let me um, send you my condolences. You know, we were just talking last week about the loss of D.T. Thomas, um, the age of 70, and then the year before, um, Ronald Bell uh, passed away as well. I just want to just tell you how much we love you and, you know, I want to send you my condolences from our team here. And of course, on behalf of Mr. Wallace, um, and in the midst of all that, you're still able to put out this great music. Well, thank you. All right. Um, what was the impetus for, for this, you know, five decades y'all have been doing music. What, what inspired you to get back in the studio? Well, you know, you know, my brother had uh, been working on uh, this project, and uh, back when uh, uh, Biden uh, won the uh, nomination, uh, they played Celebration, and my brother's one of the key writers of Celebration, and of course, when he won the election, Celebration was one of the most played songs in the world at that time. So, pursuit of happiness. Uh, in Biden's speech, he spoke about pursuit of happiness and perfect union. And uh, that's when my brother came up with the idea and concept of writing the song, Pursuit of Happiness, and uh, the album concept of uh, perfect union. So is this is this album in honor of him? Is this, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. George Wallace, he, he, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'll say he wrote 90% of the album, excuse me, go ahead. I don't know. I'm just going to ask George Wallace where he was the first time he heard Celebrate. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I was at a World Series game. Uh, I may have been in a nightclub. I played every New Year's Eve. Celebrate your time. Come on. And I saw them personally. He probably doesn't, because we were. I was young then. I used to work with Jesus Palace in Las Vegas, and I was working with Diana Ross. We came in the night afterwards, but they were blowing this, this, the place away, Las Vegas. And, Come on, dude, come on, cool in the gang, everything. That, come on, I don't even know what to say here. I'm looking at, and I know he's no more, he's not that much older than I am. I might be older than he is, but uh, uh, Mr. Bell, God bless you. I still love you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. I even wore a tuxedo because I heard you was going to be on the day. Shut up, Karen. Uh oh, what'd you say? This is, tux- <laughs> this is a real tuxedo. Karen gets on me for no reason whatsoever. This is a real tuxedo. Uh, there's a reason, you know, there's always a reason. But I'm not going to involve Mr. Bell into our foolishness. Um, you know, when we think about when we think about music, you know, I, I've been I've been feeling this way, and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and I just feel like all music today is trash or most of it. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, I feel like there, you know, there was like a time and a period, you know, when you you hear certain chords, you hear Earth, Wind, and Fire, you know, when when the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire had their verses, it was like the song of song track of my childhood, and it was beautiful to hear all those songs and and it's similar with cool in the gang you know these are songs that are going to last stand the test of time you know so going back into the studio um there's a lot of pressure to you know catch up with yourself do you feel that way well that question's for me yes well hell i ain't cool in the gang you know it ain't for me (laughs) 
Well, George, you're popping in and out, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, actually, see, my brother um, has had been spending time in St. Thomas. He had a studio down there. And uh, he was doing a lot of writing there. Uh, I was pretty much on the road. But, um, you know, uh, he would come out to some of the special events uh, when we played with Gladys Knight uh, out in L.A., uh, Hollywood Bowl, or we did <laughs> yeah. shows with the with Van Halen. That was a hell of a run. <laughs> Wait, Van <laughs> Van Halen? Yeah, we did forty-eight shows with Van Halen. All right, give me the craziest thing that happened on on tour with them. Well, um, one of the things that uh, people were saying that when they heard about it, they said, "Who um, in the gang and Van Halen?" And uh, David Lee Roth happened to be in. Uh, London when we played for the uh, uh, Glassberry Festival that week you had you know U2 and uh, Coldplay and he called up uh, Eddie and Alex and said I got the perfect group uh, to go out on tour with and they said well who he said cool in the gang they said what what you been smoking man cool in the gang he said yeah they just rocked the rock festival over here and you guys want me back for the union reunion tour i want cool in the game and then he went on to tell me he said man we used to play your songs out in l.a and we had a band in l.a and you had the song uh celebration we had jump and 60 percent of my audience are ladies he said, i didn't know that much about them i said they are he said yeah cool so let's go out and have a party <laughs> that's what we did for 48 shows well, so I'm I'm from Jersey, and uh, you grew up in in Jersey City. You and your brother, Ronald. Right. Um, I always wonder how you know it's beautiful to grow up in a household with somebody musically inclined, just like you are. Did he pull you in, or did you pull him in? What was the origin story of the cool part of cool in the gang? Well, he pulled me in. Um, when we moved to uh, Jersey City uh, from Youngstown, Ohio and uh, around Newark and New York. I didn't know what the scene was really gonna be about. So my mother sent me to the store to get some bread. At that time it was a quarter. These two guys came up, they said, give me the money. I said, give me what? Give me your money. So they took my quarter. So I went back, told my mother, boy, you better go out and get that quarter. <laughs> what happened was I had to learn the way of the street. Of Georgia City. Either I, I'm going to be the one that uh, they're going to be take that quarter from, or I'm going to be the one that, with the ones that's taking the quarter. So that's what happened. But my brother pulled me out of that, you know, pulled me out of that. And uh, I thank him for that because I could be went the other route completely. So that's the story behind that. 8668, excuse me, 8668018255. We got uh, a couple of people online. But uh, before I go to Larry in Louisiana, you want to say something, George? No, I was just thinking about, you know, he re he was talking about his mom made him uh, go get that quarter back. So my mom used to say that to me. My mom would tell me, because uh, we grew up in the same time. We had real mamas and daddies. Because I never forget my mom would say, if you, better, if you go to school, you better not get in any trouble. And if you get in a fight, you better whoop his ass. If you don't whoop his ass, I'm going to whoop your ass. So, you know, I used to get my ass whooped like two or three times a day. But that's how they taught us. <laughs> you tell them you better go back and get that quarter. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking about. And you're talking about the music, Karen. 
I don't want to ever say that I think today's music is trash, but I, even though we don't know the lyrics, but we had solid <laughs> words. We had, we had when they say celebrate, we had a reason to celebrate. We, had, we knew what he was talking about, but now, like, wait, 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 wait. What'd you say? Like, wait, 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 wait. However, $1.7 billion she's making. Some. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it ain't right, though, but it's okay. Larry in Louisiana. <laughs> Shout out to Whitney. Hi, Larry. Hey, how you doing, uh, Karen? How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Giving honor to God. Always. I got a question for Mr. Bell. First, I'm sorry about his friends passing away. Not just his friends, but, uh, his brother. His, he lost his brother, too. His brother. Year. Okay, okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, man, I'm a long-haul truck driver. And my question is, I'm old school, cool. I got all the music, but how did they? Come, how did how did y'all come up with uh, Northeast Southwest? How did y'all come about on that record, on that song? Northeast Southwest. Well, uh, the late uh, Ricky West, who was our keyboarder, uh, and when he came up with that track, his name was Ricky West. So he said, "Well, what you gonna call it?" He said, "Well, let's call it Northeast Southwest." My last name is West, and that's how that came up. But a lot of our songs back then, we used to come up with some crazy names, you know, chocolate buttermilk, uh, raw hamburgers, funky granny, funky man. Even the soul song NT, uh, said, well, what are you gonna call this? Well, we don't have no title. So we called it NT, no title. New title, <laughs> that's what NT is for? No title. No title, oh. that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I know, we were crazy <laughs> back then. That, well, that's how it came up, man. We were just having fun coming up, you know, with the music. I I read somewhere that you um did you were you raised a Muslim or did you guys convert to Islam? We uh converted to Islam. Yeah. Okay. I I, I want you know, just briefly that was did something happen? What was the conversion story? Well, we were um, we were doing a lot of the bazaars uh, uh in the state before we moved. Uh, I mean, before we went on tour. We went on tour and, and, and Germany, my brother and I. And uh, we uh, had this book who was reading message to a black man because they gave it to us at the... Uh, at the Wait, hold on, George Wallace is doing something. I don't know what he's doing while you... I don't it wasn't me. It was not me. Definitely you. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, Mr. Bell. Go ahead. And, and so, um, so, that, so that's when we both um, came into uh, the nation of Islam at that time. Uh, when we were touring over in Europe and, 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 and reading uh, Message to Black Man, How They Used to Live, and, and being around uh, Muslim brothers uh, whenever we played for the bazaars and things like that. And that's how we came in. Huh. This is, if you need to write a book. But for now, I guess we're just going to have to enjoy your music, uh, the album in tribute to your brother, uh, Robert Cool Bell. Let me say um, thank you for being here and rest in power, Ronald Bell. Rest in power, DT Thomas. And the album, Perfect Union, beautiful, amazing. Your new single is beautiful as well. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.